Hello, and welcome to a bonus episode with the Legendarium Green Team's Malazan series. I'm Befuddled Panda, and I have with me Yesna as a boy. Hello. Ashamon. Yo. And Huron fan. When we started podcasting the series back in January 2021, we had a handful of listeners. Since then, we've gained quite a few more, and we realized we never really properly introduced ourselves. We just dove headfirst into Gardens of the Moon, pretty much. So we thought it was probably time to do a little introduction of the panelists to help listeners get to know us a bit more as people. To start us off, I thought we would cover some basics. We also put out a call on the Legendarium's Discord and Twitter for listener questions. So here we go. First question, where in the world are we located? Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> I can start us off. So I don't think listeners, not all the listeners probably know that we're not located all in the same country, even. We span three countries, myself, Buffalo Panda, and located in the Pacific Northwest of the U.S. And I'm in Northeast Tennessee, which is in the southeast of the United States. I am in Chiba, Japan, just east of Tokyo. Yeah, like a mere nine time zones away. <laughs> Doesn't make it <laughs> difficult at all. Uh, I live in Ottawa, Canada, and uh, it is the province of Ontario. It's like uh, three hours northwest-ish of New York City. All right. So that's a little bit about where we're located. And um, yeah, across three countries, various time zones does make scheduling a bit difficult, but... We've somehow managed to make it work so far. Okay, next question. We talk about fantasy and Malazan a lot. What other favorite authors or books do we like? Uh, Ashamon? Uh, yeah, I, I, I like Malazan. And also, <laughs> uh, I, I'm a big fan of you know deep, dark, and sad stuff. Uh, I like A Song of Ice and Fire. That's, that's uh, one of my more favorites. Um, big fan of Dresden Files, actually. That's probably the lightest series that I enjoy a lot. And, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings, a lot of the more standard fantasy you'd hear of these days. And I like also very hard sci-fi. Like, um, my favorite book of the year has so far been Blind Sight by Peter Watts. Highly recommend for uh, any nerds who enjoy thinking about the philosophy of consciousness and whether it's all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> You're not going to say Will of Time? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, Will of Time. Sorry. I thought people would just figure that out from my username. And, uh, you know. If they made it to book six. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Nope. Haven't read that <laughs> one. I, I'm i probably the most eclectic reader, maybe aside from Huron of the group. I read very broadly. This year with Malazan is probably the most fantasy heavy year of reading that um, I've had in quite a while. Uh, typically, I'll span like contemporary thrillers, cozy mysteries, middle grades, historical fiction, some sci-fi. So I read a little bit of about everything. Some of the things that I've enjoyed recently that is not Malazan, you know, I actually blanked. I, I can't answer that question <laughs> right now. Maybe I'll think of something later. <laughs> what about you, Kieran? Uh, yeah, I mostly read fantasy and sci-fi, but I really like to read classics just to keep myself, you know, cultured, I suppose. I also read a lot of Japanese history. 
uh, or even just old Japanese stories like 9th century poetry or like Bolchan or something like that. Nice. You're probably more well-read than most of us. I do read a lot. What about you, Yesna? Until very, very recently, like with starting the, uh, doing stuff with the green team more, I read a lot of political theory, history, economics, extensive study of the Chinese economy. Uh, but as far as fiction goes, and which is almost all I've been reading since I started doing green team stuff is fiction. Uh, it's mostly grimdark fantasy and uh, also like high epic, like heroic fantasy. So like Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere for high epic heroic fantasies, like my go-to gold standard besides Malazan, obviously. Uh, and um, Joe Abercrombie's work, I really uh, appreciate, especially after the first law trilogy and but in the first law world. Uh, lately, I've been trying to dig a little bit more into like the classics, particularly stuff that inspired Malazan. So right now I'm reading the Iliad. I intend to re read Beowulf soon, uh, and I want to eventually dip my toes into some sci-fi too, like uh, the, uh, the Culture series and stuff like that. Oh, the Culture series is so good. <laughs> I read uh, Beowulf, uh, a new translation. I think it came out like really like 2020, and it's fantastic. It starts with like, "Hey, bro." <laughs> Huh? <laughs> very accessible i like it yeah. is it like one of those yeah like new speak sort of translations like when they uh did shakespeare and leet speak oh my god uh, <laughs> yes and no oh uh, yeah it's, i also it's more like interpreting uh beowulf like in a feminist lens and viewing all of their machoism as just uh toxic masculinity i suppose hmm. mm. it's like less of a translation more like a reinterpretation or... It's it's absolutely a translation. It's just yeah. I check it out. It's fun. Hmm. I also like uh, history, but I am uh, very into ancient cultures. My very favorite being Rome, but uh, I also have several other areas of interest, like Napoleon, uh, Revolutionary France. I want to get into some Bismarck stuff. Mm. I like samurai history. Samurai are cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ashaman got me into Roman history, but so far it's podcasts, not. Uh... Not reading. Uh, yeah, there's there's so much, luckily, because everyone's obsessed with the Romans because they were so interesting. <laughs> I did think of what I have enjoyed more recently. That's not Malazan. So after reading Memories of Ice, I needed something that was lighter, much lighter. <laughs> and I went and chose Beach Read by Emily Henry, which turned out to be not as light as I was hoping for, but it was very well done. And it's contemporary romance. I recommend it, even if you're not into romance. It's uh, It's got more than just the romance. And Murderbot. Murderbot. I love Murderbot. Love Murderbot. <laughs> yes. Great palate cleanser. I agree. I'm a big, big, big fan of Terry Pratchett. And Tolkien. Mm. Tolkien's my second favorite, but I love Terry Pratchett. And his stuff is actually a lot like Malazan, in my opinion. It's not dark, uh, but it's just as biting in its commentary. And yeah, it forces yeah. the reader to think. Yeah, Terry Pratchett had a... He was very concerned about the intricacies of human nature, like uh, Stephen Erickson is. And you really do see that mirrored across tragedy and comedy. Both of those are very, very concerned with like what it means to be human the tragedies of life, stuff like that. But don't turn that off. It's it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've mentioned before 
that maybe we'll read at least one Discworld book in between uh, our Malazan read-along. So we should we should probably plan that for after House of Chains. Okay, moving on to our next question. How do we read? So I know we span all sorts of different formats um, across the four of us, but audio, physical, ebook, do you annotate? Do you just memorize everything in your brains? <laughs> Karen? Um, I'm typically reading at least four books at once. One on audio, one physical uh, for the podcast. Usually another one physical that's just for fun. Uh, and then ebook for just you know, when I'm on the train or something. And finally, a physical and Japanese book. Do you read like different genres at the same time? Or you can read from the same genre and not get them mixed up? Yeah, I've done both. Mm. Yes, ma? Uh, I have a lot more time to read audio than anything else. Uh, but I definitely prefer reading physical. So for Malazan, mm. it's physical whenever possible, unless I just like can't put it down. Need to need to get more. <laughs> some books One you more just can't chapter. do on audio. What's that? Some books, some books I just can't do on audio, and Malazan's the, one of those. So I Gene gave Wolf. up on the Iliad uh, audio. It was impossible. Mm. My brain was like just not taking any of it. In. You can see that I do all of them, sort of, but. Okay, I, I used to read a lot of different books at the same time, not out of any real reason other than the fact that I was very disorganized and I lived uh, both in a relatively large house, definitely bigger than the two-bedroom apartment I'm in now, um, and it would just misplace books everywhere. So I just have to <laughs> just be okay with not reading a book for a while while it while I found it. So I just started another book. And yeah, I'd have just like five or six books going on at the same time. Um, now that it's pretty much physically impossible for me to lose a book, I generally stick to one or two. Um, I have to do two now that it's doing the podcast because, you know, if it, I would just be reading Malazan for the next two years, if not. Um, I'm reading Carcanus right now. So. <laughs> I also, yeah, I enjoy audio, but also I hate doing it for the first read. So I like audio for rereads. And it lets me get a new perspective on things. Mm. I do like doing audio on rereads. I found um, I reread the majority of Murderbot on audio, and that was really entertaining. Um, but I normally don't do audio. It's typically physical and then sometimes ebook. Um, I just love physical books. So I, that's my it's preferred format. Yeah. And I like I like seeing my books. Sometimes I'll just stare at my shelves. Oh, yeah. I realized I didn't answer the physical thing. I, I do both. I do physical and an ebook. I have to do more. Mm, yeah, same. I have zero space now. <laughs> also, moving is just hell with lots of books. Well, if yeah. I want to read at night, I have to read on the Kindle because I live with someone. So uh, every physical book that I have that I have like top priority, I have to have it on ebook too. Oh, wow. So do you annotate because i mean like for the podcast right like especially with malazan you know we all take notes in our own different ways and some of us are a bit more extreme but do you normally annotate when you read no if i'm not doing a youtube video or a podcast no mm. uh yeah same i don't uh, oh. sometimes i wish i did non-fiction uh, i do yeah 
Uh, I was really impressed when you showed me your annotation scheme, Panda. That's that was wild stuff. It's it's a little overkill. <laughs> I, I'm I'm cutting it back. For our gardens of the moon, because I had a lot of free time, I was underlining literally every single person, <laughs> that oh, wow. pronouns oh, yeah. and everything, <laughs> and I was writing summaries of each chapter, and then mm-hmm. I in I was updating a uh, a Google Sheets I had of every character and their characteristics. I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm just making highlights in my book. Mm. Are you going to at least contribute the the garden stuff to the wiki? I think everything's already there. Like that's that's what kind of convinced me to stop doing it. Mm. I'd look at it like, oh, that's that's written down already. I guess I'm just wasting my time. I haven't. I haven't really checked out the wiki in fear of spoilers. So yeah, it's a very oh. dangerous place if you haven't read the series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't normally annotate, um, and when I do, it's usually for a purpose, like book club or podcast, or it's nonfiction, and I actually want to like be able to reference back. This next question: How did we get started on the Green Team podcast? And I think. People may be surprised to know that the four of us didn't actually really know each other before starting the Malazan series. The only exception is probably Ashmon and Huron. Mm-hmm. You and I did quite a few episodes before. Well, we did a Huron and I did a few episodes before. Yesna and I did Jade City together and Goblin Emperor. Um, but we really didn't know each other as like people aside from discussing books mm-hmm. um except Huron and Ashamon, you were in a D campaign yeah, together I DM'd for him yeah <laughs> that's fun you do it again yeah oh man like i honestly if i could i would be doing at least five campaigns maybe more oh my goodness <laughs> i at the same time at the same time yeah i was doing three at a time uh for a while there but like obviously that's just that's just not feasible if you have other things that you're doing. Um, yes. Well, okay, I was DMing three and then participating in another, so sort of four. Oh my goodness. Um, this but, used to be me before I had kids. Yeah. It's just, you can't, yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, if I could just devote more time to it, I absolutely would. I love uh, GMing. I would, I want to try a lot of systems out. Right now, like, the one I want to try out most is Warhammer Fantasy, but Nerd. it's less possible. I know, all right? I want to run a Malazan campaign in the, in the rain system. Mm. It's got it's got rules for like running organizations and countries and stuff. So I role played a Jag Hut in our uh, game. Yep, <laughs> a very um, potty mouth filled Jag Hut, probably. Uh, now that was a little red book. <laughs> I was just usually making uh, potty potty humor jokes. And hey, Ash, if you ever want to take over GMing, uh, I have an, a biweekly group that. You know, mm. I would love to be a player in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick of being the forever DM. Ah, uh, yeah, such as such as the pain, isn't it? <sighs> I have so many ideas for characters. Can't <laughs> use them. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, to get back to how we got started on this, the green team. For those that don't know, we are all patrons of the Legendarium podcast. Um, they're the they're the professionals and they've been doing this for many years. Craig Craig and Ryan um, are the co-founders, and we all met because we just love the Legendarium 
and join their Discord. And then one day, somehow, uh, one of the patrons decided to start a spinoff podcast. And one thing led to another. And now we're here. There's a little bit more to that story. I was okay. there when it was founded. Um, <laughs> I think it was I think, while I was asleep. Yeah, yeah. So, Craig... Once upon a time, used to provide benefits for patrons. I know it seems unrealistic now, <laughs> but uh, he would do a live stream every week or so. We did the expanse and then a few more, and then it kind of petered out because you know it's just it got busy and also coronavirus. But on one of the live streams, Craig mentioned that he actually wanted to grow his media empire out, and then <laughs> uh, the people chatting in there were like, "Hey, maybe we should just start a podcast together." And we could like be part. We could just be like the, the side podcast of Legendary, and then there's a bunch of ideas and a screen team. And uh, yes, Horizon because one primarily. The, so, yeah, the main podcasts have two teams: one blue team, one red team, and th- that's why we're the green team, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah, and it, yeah, it kind of just snowballed from there. Uh, a bunch of the patrons actually wanted to join, and since then we've had a lot of fantastic additions. But uh, yeah, it was just kind of like a, a very whimsical, impulsive decision. There wasn't really much thought put behind it. <laughs> <laughs> well, more specifically, why did we start uh, to cover the Malazan series for the Green Team podcast? Here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so when I woke up one day and everyone was talking about starting a podcast, I thought, oh, this is my chance to, st- to talk about Malazan. <laughs> and it- if you notice, like our first, like our first first episode, I think was Horizon Brave just talking by himself. I, the, our first like actual episode was like why you should read Malazan, and that mm-hmm. was my idea. And <laughs> ever since we did that, I was just like, I want to do like a read through. I, I really want to do a read through, and I was just trying to get you know some interest in it. Ash was interested, and then I was so happy when Panda joined, and then finally uh, uh, Yasna. Yeah, it was just me and you gonna do it for like months there though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I, I'm sure still would have been fun, but uh, we wouldn't have the massive three and a half hour long episodes that <laughs> I'm sure our listeners would come to love. <laughs> yeah, your epi- well, your episodes would probably just complete spoilers. Um, it the actually series. might have been that, yeah. I, w- I think what we would have done is probably just like the first part was non-spoilers and then the second part was spoilers. Yeah, probably. Something like that. Yeah, if listeners haven't listened to the Malazan Primer... Um, check that one out and you'll learn more about like how I decided to be a newbie part of this group and take on this uh, this journey <laughs> and join, join this journey. One of us, one of us. <laughs> For a more silly question, which hobbit would we each be from Lord of the Rings, do you think? Frodo. You would uh, be Frodo? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would be Frodo. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not a big... Not a big fan of that idea, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I could see that. Yeah. I I think I would be Sam, actually. Oh, yeah, you would be the best one, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Just carrying you along. You can uh, do this, Ash. We would be make positive. a good cam- couple of companions going to destroy the ring, I think. We balance each other out. <laughs> Yeah, you like the the sad and like depressing stuff, and I'm just yeah. like, no, give me all the positive, happy things. No, I'm super melancholy. <laughs> I would be uh, Bandorbris Took, also known yeah. as the Bull Roarer, who invented golf by mm, yes. uh, hitting a goblin's head into a hole. 
he was really tall, and he I believe he could ride a horse. Yeah, he was the first hobbit to be able to ride a horse, I think. Oh, nice. I guess that yes. leaves me with, like, Mary, right? I was actually thinking Mary or Pippin, yeah. But um, I have only seen the movie version, so I don't know what the book versions would be like. Well, this is not Fatty Bulger. Hey, <laughs> Bulger. who that is. Uh, he is their fat friend that stayed behind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although he's actually a really good guy. He just didn't. We want have, to, you know, we have a co-op uh, board game of the books. And just so there could be a fifth player, if there's five people, one of them's Fatty Bulger. <laughs> oh, I could be Goldilocks because I wish Sam was my dad. Oh, yeah. Sam looks. Um, Sean Astin. He just seems like a great dad. I was convinced of that in Stranger Things. <laughs> okay. So I had put this next one out as a uh, joke. It was, how many fingers does Huron have on his left hand? And I was just pulling from Princess Bride. But how many do you have, Huron? Seven. 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 The seven-fingered man. Yeah. Mm, yes. And Red Army Ian also wanted to know how many fingers you have on your left foot. Zero. I have toes. Oh, okay. Mm. Zero fingers. Okay, so <laughs> moving into the listener questions. <laughs> We got quite a few from Lady Sweden, which is Green Team's number one fan. Oh, yeah, she's great. She gets to listen to all <laughs> those early and uh, is essentially the cheerleader for the group. Lady Sweden, we love you. You're the best. We do love you. Uh, she asks, what is the most surprising thing you've learned about the other panelists? Uh, Panda likes Renaissance fairs. I do. I like that. Yay. I'm hoping to be able to go this summer. We'll see. I was surprised that Hiran wasn't a weeb. Because, like, why would an American move to Japan if not for the anime? And apparently there's a, a reason. I haven't heard <laughs> well, it yet. <laughs> I like video games. Ah. To some, that might make, me, might make me a weeb. Yeah. More mainstream weeb, though. <laughs> Other things? Anyone? Uh, I was surprised to learn that Yasna is, like, one, one very short step away from being a hardcore revolutionary. <laughs> and, well... Those days are those days are past. <laughs> um, I think it's more for me. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, like aside from we're going to read books and we're going to talk about them. And so it's not any like particular thing that is surprising, but it's more of how the four of us have been able to form this relationships, this community over the course of you know the five months because of these books um and i mean there are things that i've shared with the four or the four of you the three of you that i don't normally talk about with people i actually know in real life and these uh like about bi-weekly because we record once every two weeks these little sessions have become um a real highlight in my life and i really look forward to them so yeah i uh, i concur so uh, made yeah. a heart with my hands lady sweden is our biggest fan but i'm the second biggest fan <laughs> <laughs> i think um i was surprised i've been most surprised by how mu uh much how generous befuddled panda is to people she does not know mm. he's a giver she that got is me my this love microphone language. here and uh, she helped um, Christine Volostad out as well. 
for Yasna, it was a bit selfish of me because I wanted you to be part of our our little recording group from Malazan. And yeah, I wanted you to be able to have good audio quality. So It's definitely better with two new readers and two old readers. Yes. Yeah. He keeps me company and he picks up things that I don't pick up and we can still speculate with each other. So I appreciate that. Now, if only he wasn't spoiled about important things every other month. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can dream. Um, okay, so we kind of answered this one, but Lady Sweden did ask, what is everyone's favorite book? And you cannot answer anything Malazan related. So if you could pick one, I know it's really hard. What would you pick? It's easy for me. Yeah. I Okay, I'm lumping this as one book because it really should be. Uh, the Book of the New Sun by Jean Wolfe. It's probably the best thing I've ever read, and I'm also 0% qualified to talk about it. It is <laughs> so very, very smart. Not because... like it's, it's difficult to really dig into, not because Jean Wolfe was trying to make it hard. It's just his thinking was just on another level, and we're trying to... Like, us mere mortals are trying to understand the genius of that man. This week, I just bought a copy of that in Japanese. Oh, nice. Oh. I imagine oh. that's a difficult book to translate. Yeah. I started the first page, and yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, it's uh, Gene Wolfe uses language very... He uses a lot of words that are obscure, and I, I guarantee you, if you read the series, you will not understand at least a handful of words, even if you're like an English major specializing in forgotten dialects. Mm. Maybe one day I'll get to it. <laughs> My favorite book is definitely The Tale of Scrody McBoogerballs by Butterscotch. Is that a real book? It's uh, the book that the uh, the four main characters of South Park created, and they blamed Butters for writing it. Ah. Uh, it was uh, allegedly so disgusting that nobody could make it past the first page without vomiting. Oh my god. It does sound like a book you would like. <laughs> it was praised for its artistic genius. But mm. no, seriously, uh, Lord of the Rings is my favorite book. Next to Malazan. Very nice. Especially from your um, username. Mm. Yeah. Poodern. Which I misinterpreted when I first read it. Did you think it was Wheel of Time? I did. I like Wheel of Time. I mean, Huron's okay. <laughs> yeah. He, did, <laughs> he didn't so you're not a trolls. <laughs> what about uh, you, Yasna? So I'd have to either say Words of Radiance by Brandon Sanderson or A Little Hatred by Joe Abercrombie. I cheated and picked two. That's okay. Me too. <laughs> um, if I say like what my childhood favorite book is, it would be Ella Enchanted by Gail Carson Levine. And then more recently, I do love the Red Rising original trilogy. I've only read Iron Gold from the Continued Saga, which I will continue the rest of it once I know when the third book is coming out. But yes, I do love those books. Ella Enchanted is a wonderfully campy movie. I do love the movie, too. Mm -hmm. Very tangential. Would you consider uh, Red Rising to be YA? No. Okay. The first the first book, Red Rising, I can see why it's YA, but after that, it gets into very not YA, especially with Iron Gold. Okay. Okay. Uh, moving on down the list with Lady Sweden's questions. If you got to be a tourist in the Malazan world and visit one place, where would you go and why? I know where I would want, would not want to go. There's a lot oh, of places. Odotaro <laughs> 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 Mines? I guess the only place... You know, um, 
Oh no, that would be a spoiler. This this would be spoilers. Mm, I didn't think this through. I want to go to Motwood. I think it'd be fun. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure the Bull Brothers are really excellent uh, hospitality, as long as you're not a sorcerer. Yeah, now that you said that, uh, mine was a spoiler for Memories of Ice. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere is yours also in the Memories of Ice? Yes. Oh god, we probably have the same answer. A yeah. certain tavern in Darugistan. There. Yes. Okay. I love that, that answer. Uh, yes. I would go I have, there too. I have three answers. <laughs> if I was being a cultured boy and wanting to go to a boring, interesting city like Europe, uh, like like cities in Europe, I would pick Darugistan because uh, you know it just seems like the nicest place we've seen so far. Uh, there's lighting and you know parties going on, which I assume would be mm-hmm. pretty fun. Um, if I was going to a city that I would just like, it would be Coral (laughs) for Uh reasons I mentioned in the last episode. And if I was going just so I could have a good time away from everybody to just like recharge my batteries, uh, Curled Ghislaine, the Warren of Darkness, (laughs) (laughs) just nice and dark and quiet and no one's there. Man, I like all those answers. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I'll I'll stick with uh Yesna and go to that certain tavern in Darugistan. They're gonna think we're talking about a different tavern. It's there's okay. two. <laughs> there's three. Wow, there's more than three taverns in Darugistan. It's a city well, of many taverns. There's, there's three two that you might want to visit. <laughs> Next question. Favorite off episode moment of this journey you are on together? Mm. Do we have any? Not the time that Yasna said he got spoiled for the end of the series. And not the time that Yasna said he got spoiled for events coming up in the book. And not for the time Yasna got spoiled for the end of the series. Okay. It's not any single event. I just kind of like reading Yasna and Pandas. Oh, yeah. Like messages as they're reading. Yeah. Sometimes they put messages in the chat figuring things out. Or trying to figure things out, at least. And uh, it's always very fun to read. We we use the uh, meme of uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's like doing yes. like the conspiracy theory newspaper <laughs> clippings on the clipboard thing a lot uh, to describe me and Panda uh, <laughs> trying to figure things out, especially when we're both arguing and we're both right. And at the end of like an hour long <laughs> discussion, we realize we're both right. Um. Yes. Yes, I have to agree. <laughs> It is very fun. Like I said, like I can just throw things out there. But usually Ashamon and Curran can't say anything or mm-hmm. won't say anything, right? Because you know too much. But Yesna's free to go ahead and say, no, you're wrong. And here's why. And present information that I can evaluate. Be like, oh, okay. I can see <laughs> oh, why. I actually have a better answer now. Oh, yeah? It was our pre-interview talk with Stephen Erickson. Oh, uh, yes. There was a yeah. particular anecdote I found uh, quite humorous. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Starcast asks, if you could pressure one panelist or Discord member into reading a specific book, who and which book, and maybe even why? Okay, don't say Malazan because that's too easy. Boring, yeah. I really want Craig in the career to read Malazan. <laughs> uh i i would i would make kip read something that i know he would hate 
because I think it'd be yeah. funny. I mean, he does hate Reed, and he he'll let Reed the server lot. know. Oh, yeah, he'll let everyone uh. know what he thinks of a backpack. <laughs> and it's pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. We were going to make Ashamon, well, I was going to make Ashamon read a romance book. I still, I because... still have that on the docket. Yes. Which one did you pick? Oh, it was the... Bujold Alex one. and Ada? Oh, Bujold. Okay. The one that I had read recommended. Okay. Beguilement, I think, maybe? Yes. That's mm. the one. And I'm going to be reading read it. with uh, Lady Ash. Ooh. Yeah. Very nice. What about you, Yesna? Hmm... Are you going to make me read Abercrombie? Yeah, that was what I was pro- was thinking about going for. But then I was also like, Christine Valestad's in the server. Can I make her read something? But uh, no, that's too easy. Uh, so yeah, I was going to say probably getting you to read Best Surf Cold by Joe Abercrombie. I'll do it. Just an excellent entry point for those who may not want to commit to a trilogy. You know? I, would, uh, I would like someone else on the green team to read sandman so i can do a sandman podcast i would do mm. that yeah <laughs> sandman is read so it for a while. good oh i it cannot recommend it highly enough um, for people who like both neil gaiman stuff and good comic uh, graphic novels i read a bit of gaiman um but i haven't gotten to sandman so maybe we'll we'll, we'll chat later before us can chat later uh okay Next question, Kiptan asks, what has a fellow panelist empathized with in Malazan that informed how you see them? He comes in with a very deep question. Um, uh, okay, I have a joke answer. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, Ash and the Emos, because it's good to know where everyone stands on genocide. Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. I was going to be my answer. answer. I was going to say Hiran for his staunch support of the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Jag uh, he sympathizer. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, probably the first thing I that comes to mind that's not about the politics of the Jag Hut I'm ass wars is uh, <laughs> a- a- Ashaman's um, willingness to like view the the Malazan Empire uh, sympathetically and to view like Lysian's action sympathetically, especially like early on in the series. Because mm. uh, <laughs> that got us talking about, you know, the Roman Empire and Roman history and all kinds of other imperial histories and that that was informative. Yeah, a lot of good discussions there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of the opposite, but I am not surprised at all that Yasna doesn't like Lady Envy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> why? Why do you say that? Uh, she's just a uh, uh, elitist. <laughs> yeah, I, that's a good way of putting it. She, she's bourgeoisie. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I, that's not how I would describe her. Really, I would just say that she's just uh, she's so removed from from everyday life that that mm. she doesn't even like see like basic things that, that she should do. She's like a class above and she's. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're yeah. going with the metaphor. All right. But like, you know, it yeah, works. You're, only you're just helping my, you're just <laughs> helping my argument. All right. All right. All right. Um, but she's not, she's not inactive. She's a, she's very active. She does things. She's just, you know, she's pampered. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my answer is our discussion about like Felicin. I think that was the first real like heavy topic that we tackled as a group. And Ash, your 
your contributions to the conversation was very helpful for me to uh, process Felison's perspective and character. Um, and herein too, but both of you were very, um, you presented a more sympathetic view and that helped my reading experience of that character. Yeah, I think a lot of people have difficulty with Felison, especially in the first read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I hated her the first read, to be honest, and I was glad that when I read her sympathetically this time that everybody else did and it wasn't really controversial on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It would be very controversial elsewhere in fandom, but uh, yeah, not here. Yeah, I got into an argument earlier today on Discord with somebody about it. Oh, no. <laughs> so that's those are all the set questions. Anybody else have anything to say before we sign off? Read Carcanus. Yeah, read Carcanus. Yeah, read Karkness, uh, enjoy it. Uh, you're not allowed to dislike it. I have to wait till after the crippled god. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's, uh... well, you don't technically have to wait. I, I don't think there's like vague spoilers. Don't do it. I think that was a joke. Don't don't do it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend it, but like it's not going to spoil the end of the series. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, oh, I already had that spoiled for me. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> no. Maybe the advice I can give to everybody, do not go into YouTube comments, mm. which is just or, generally good life advice. Or watch YouTube videos from Malazan people without first asking them, is this spoiler free? Because oh. they don't always say. Yeah. <gasps> Legendary Noob Squad has a very, very, very good spoiler policy, and we're very good about spoilers here. So uh, when you when we venture out into the wide world... Yeah, you can sometimes forget that there's a lot of not that out there. That's some other advice. If you're reading eyes, don't expect Erickson. Mm, yes, they oh, are that's different good advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And when you're reading Carcanus, don't expect Book of the Fallen. Yes. But don't skip ice because uh, his stuff is awesome. I really like it. And uh, my expectations were lowered drastically by Malazan fans. And then I read Nine of Knives, and I was just like blown away by it. Nice. I haven't read his stuff yet, but I will get to it. A lot that to be it. said about the Ice Erickson divide that we will not get into here. Okay, sounds like it's a good time to end this episode. <laughs> Hopefully this was enjoyable and helped listeners get to know us a bit better. If you want to join the read-along and or contribute listener questions, check us out on the Legendarium's Discord. You can find the link on thelegendarium.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at Green Team Pod for updates and fun times. Check out the Legendarium podcast for Wheel of Time, Cosmere, Lord of the Rings content, and so much more. The Malazan crew is signing off. Until next time. Bye. Bye, Jan. I'm going to kick out the Craig bots. Hi, Craigs. Get out of here. Get out. Hey, what podcast in here?